0: Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all. Um, I'm going to stay right here because I want to use the scriptures today. There's so much in these scriptures, I just want to explode. Um, the gospel would be awesome to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it. Um, it reminds me of the Avengers End Games, like the end of it. Like there's some cool imagery in it that I would love to talk about, but I'm not. My heart is really resting with the first reading. So I want to talk about that today. Um, St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, as I read it, I didn't uh, I don't ever remember reading this, and obviously it was always there, but the Lord really spoke to me in a number of ways through this. So I just want to tease it out. Um, I love this first letter, this first sentence. It says, "As you received Christ Jesus the Lord, I love this. walk in Him, be rooted in Him, and be built upon him. I like those three words, right? Walk rooted and built." You know, Paul's given the people of Thibodeau instructions on how to, how to remain in Christ, right? We you walk with Him, well, that means you've got to invite Him on the journey, right? Sometimes we, we have Him on the journey for the weekends, or sometimes we have Him at noon Mass, and then we walk out and we go, okay, I'm just going to go for my walk by myself now, and, and we take things in our own hands. We're forgetting that Jesus wants to walk with us, right? He tells His disciples, I no longer call you servants, you're my friend. Well, friends want to spend time with each other. And Christ wants to spend time with us. He wants to walk with us. Be rooted in Him. That means when the winds blow and the storms come in life, that oak tree ain't going nowhere. Why? Because it's rooted deep inside the earth. So be rooted deeply in Christ and to be built upon Him. Um, Yeah, I love that image. that The house is being built upon a solid foundation, upon Christ. So build upon Christ. And he goes on, he says, Don't let anyone captivate you with empty and seductive philosophies, according to the traditions of men according to the elemental powers of the world and not according to Christ. Gosh, how many times do we hear that, right? I mean, Christ has spoken truth to us, but the world wants to feed us lies. And how many times do we believe that, right? Oh, you love your girlfriend? It's okay. Just go live with her. Don't worry about marriage. Okay, that's a good idea. Let me go do that. Forget about everything I've been rooted out in my life that I've been built upon in Christ. I'll just go do what the world's telling me to do. Oh, don't worry about it. It's just a little joint. No big deal. Just... Just hit that. You know, it's going to be okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The world speaks the lies. Don't be captivated, he says, by these seductive philosophies. Don't be captivated by them. He speaks about baptism in a way which is super cool. It's the truth of what it is. We think of baptism as, oh, it's a cute little ceremony. You know, the baby goes, and he's in a white gown, and you get water on him, and then he's put the chrism oil on their head, and it smells really good, and you want to lick their head afterwards. Um, But listen how Paul, what, what does Paul say about baptism? He says, you were buried with him in baptism. In baptism, I don't know if we've ever really spoke about this, in baptism, we died with Christ, and we rose with Christ Right, this is a really cool image for us because that's what the waters symbolize. Right, water does two things: it destroys, think of hurricanes, right, and it gives life. So, in the baptismal waters, the theology of the scriptures is that you died with Christ in baptism. What died? Of course, the baby didn't die. Sin died. Original sin that we are all born with is destroyed in baptism. It dies in Christ, right? And it it's raises to new life in Christ. And he continues. This is really important for us to know. He says, even when you were dead in your transgressions, whenever I was still sinning, in the uncircumcision of the flesh, you brought to life along with him, having forgiveness of all of our transgressions. I love this word obliterating the bond which was against us. So basically we were born with original sin and Christ comes and the death of Christ on the cross, we're we're baptized in his death. It obliterates sin. I love that word. I think of a big atom bomb, just it's gone. Obliterated, no longer to be seen, no longer to be messed with. It's destroyed. That's what the crucifixion of Jesus did to sin. It obliterated it. Destroyed it like an atom bomb. That's a really cool image. And that's the reality. He also removed it from our midst, nailing it to the cross. That's what Jesus did to sin, our sins. He obliterated it, destroyed it, dropped a spiritual atom bomb on it, and nailed it to the cross. What does that mean? It means it was nailed in love to the cross because he wanted to set us free. Because he wanted to live with us for all of eternity. And only he could do that by his death. He obliterated it. Despoiling the principalities and powers. These are angelic forces, angels, principalities, uh, Dominions, seraphims, these are he despoils the evil principalities and powers and made a public spectacle of them. <laughs> I love that. He humiliated all of the demons in hell by nailing our sins to the cross, by us being baptized in his death and risen in him. He made a public spectacle of Satan. And destroyed him, obliterated him, leading them away in triumph by his cross. (laughs) Like that's good news. That's what happened in baptism. Every one of us had original sin, obliterated, destroyed, nailed to the cross in God's love, made a public spectacle of Satan that he doesn't have the power that he thinks he has. And he can just go back because he's been won, he's been conquered. By Jesus on the cross. And so sometimes maybe we just want to sit back and think, Lord, what in my life do I need you to drop a spiritual atom bomb on? (laughs) What part of my life is holding me back from allowing you to nail that in love to the cross? It's what he wants to do. It's why he came. So maybe ask the Lord, pray with that kind of boldness. Lord, obliterate that out of my heart with your love drop a spiritual atom bomb on it and watch the freedom that you will feel in your heart when Jesus conquers it and makes a public spectacle of Satan who thought he had hold of you and he has to flee Amen